Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. He gets the job done on the ice every night. Joins Character and Smallman right now. Harani scores on 101 ESPN. Driven by Pure Performance, the only stop for all your aftermarket vehicle needs. It's Carriker and Smallman on 101 ESPN. Michelle and Randy, and it's time for our weekly visit with Blues forward David Perron, who joins us from Edmonton, where the Blues are getting ready to take on the Oilers. David, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well. So doing well. When you guys were out in California, we asked you about that trip. What do you think of the Western Canada trip, the Vancouver-Edmonton-Calgary trip? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's a different vibe for sure. Uh, but I think, um, obviously, most, a lot of us are Canadian, and we do enjoy uh, kind of getting to, to see the Canadian market as well. Just the, the passion some of these fans have here uh, is out of control, and it's, uh, it's, it makes for a good atmosphere to play in. Most of the buildings are rocking every night, so um, it's, it's a lot of fun for sure. That's awesome, David. Well, we haven't spoken to you since the trade deadline. We actually spoke to you that Monday before the deadline happened. It seems like it's been forever. But uh, we've heard yeah. some reports of what it was like learning of Oscar Sunquist getting traded. But take us back to that moment, what it was like when you found out and saying bye to Sonny on the plane. Yeah. Yeah, it was a tough, tough moment for sure. Uh, we, uh, Like you said, we were just sitting on the plane kind of waiting to, to take off. And we knew it was a possibility, obviously, taking off at that time. Uh, but... Uh, you could feel something was coming up when uh, uh, we were supposed to take off, I think, at 1 p.m., and uh, it was 1.15. We were still on the ground. and Sure enough, a couple guys got a text that uh, Nick Letty was joining us, and uh, maybe like three, five minutes later, um, you, you saw Sonny and, and Wally get up in the back of the plane, kind of starting hugging guys, um, shaking hands, uh, saying their goodbyes, things like that. So a uh, tough moment for sure. Um, at the same time, we we're all professional and we know it can happen. It's a fresh start for Wally that he wanted to play more minutes. He wanted to play on a more regular basis. He's going to have the chance to do that. I think Sonny has a chance to, to elevate himself uh, moving forward, uh, maybe on a third line, maybe on the, on a role that uh, is a little bit more offensive and he, he wasn't really getting that uh, here. And at the same time, we get a, a proven defenseman and Nick Luddy has been uh, solid for us so far in five, six games that he's been here and we're excited to see where this goes. Yeah, you mentioned Nick Letty and uh, how he's fitting in. I want to talk more about that. He gets his first goal as a Blue last night. What has he brought to this team? Yeah, just uh, a lot of patience, a lot of poise. I think he's obviously what's tough is the first game that he plays, we lo- we lose uh, Tori Krug uh, as well. Um, and we don't know when he's back, but uh, we're looking forward to, to kind of have our whole uh, decor together. 
Um, I, I also thought uh, Rosen coming up, he's got a lot of plays with the puck as well. We have some big physical defensemen, so when, when you have those guys that can move the puck, uh, a lot of times they'll pair um, a, a bigger uh, defensive-minded uh, guy with, uh, with a guy that can move the puck skate well. And It seems like that's kind of our makeup, our decor right now, and it's good. David Braun joining us from Edmonton, where the Blues play the Oilers tonight. And, David, we know that the Blues have a system. You've moved at midseason from one system to another. Can you describe the difficulty, if there is any, in adjusting to a new system on the fly? Uh, well, yeah, it, it certainly uh, isn't the easiest thing in the world. But I think if for the most part uh, uh, in the NHL, there's a lot of teams that play very similarly. I also think there's little nuances that will take time for, for let's say, a guy like Led to, to get on our breakouts. Uh, the way we want to forecheck as a five-man unit. And, uh, I mean, teams as a, as a league, I'm sure, are starting to do that more and more. But it's crucial for us to have success at our forecheck. We need our defensemen up on the play, pinching down uh, at the right time with the right uh, intention and everything. And, uh, I mean, he's done a good job so far. It's been pretty seamless, and uh, we want to keep adding to that. David, one thing that we keep talking about with in regards to your team is the opposition scoring first. Why does that seem to happen? Is that one of those hockey things that just kind of happens, or do you think that's something that your team can combat? Well, yeah. Well, we talked about it uh, yesterday before the game, trying to win the first five minutes. I, I didn't think we did that. I, I thought they, did. They, they they had a great start. They pushed early on, uh, by, but I thought we did a good job to stay with it. Um, and for most of the game after that, I felt like we carried the play. Uh, they had a push at the end again, um, but uh, it was a solid game by us. And uh, yeah, like I think it's a mentality that we have to have to be ready uh, from the get-go, from the start of, of, of each game. And uh, getting a, the first goal, if you look at the record throughout the league, it's, it's a big thing for sure. David, one of the things that Chief talks about is the confidence level of the team. And I've always thought that with your group, whether it was three years ago or whether it was last year or now, that you have a group of players where if you set the tempo that you're generally going to come out on top. Is confidence a big part of that? And if so, how hard is it to get confidence back when things aren't going that your way? Yeah, well, it's it's just like anything else. I've said it many times, but you have to, to enjoy finding the way out of it. And you're right, there's many guys on this team that have done it uh, several times in their career. Uh, even as uh, before becoming a pro, we we all uh, learn to overcome uh, some stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it is what it is. I think definitely the leadership group is, is really strong. And what I liked about last night, for example, is uh, a guy like Torp gets moved off the third line. And, I mean, it was seamless. Like, no one uh, – it felt at times like all, all four lines were going. We were kind of changing at the right time, doing all the little details that team – that win um, on a nightly basis do, and uh, it was a great feeling to have again. David, earlier this week we saw Vladimir Tarasenko get his 500th point as a Blue, the only the fifth Blue in history to ever accomplish that. He seems to be really playing well, enjoying himself. It was great to see him after the game at Enterprise Center soaking in that moment. Is he playing as well right now as you've ever seen him play? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's awesome for him to... To see the bounce back season that he's had, obviously, uh, there's uh, many, many guys on the team that are, are having solid seasons. And I think that's part of it, too. It's probably tough on uh, other teams to see um, who's, who's going to match up against who. I also think Tomer's taken another level in his game, as, as, we've, as we've seen in, in weeks and months. Uh, even on the defensive side of things, he's, uh, let's say, like 
playing the last two games against Vancouver. He's played against their one of their top line every night, and O'Reilly's going to get uh, the other line. So it's really tough on teams to when you have uh, two lines that can play against anybody, and I think Vlad is a huge part of that as well. David, for different reasons, you met, missed the better part of a season earlier in your career. You were dealing with a concussion, Vladdy, obviously with a shoulder. But just in terms of coming back and not playing for a season, did it take some time to get back into that normal groove of being a, a hockey player and playing every other day? Yeah, I don't know. For, for sure, you have to have that confidence. You have to have that that swagger that you're you're the guy that can score, that can make those little plays that will make a difference for your team to win. Um, I, I think getting a guy like Bruce Nevis uh, is a good thing for Vladi. I think even Tor Orchenko, uh, they're they're bonding pretty good uh, as a group of Russian guys. They're awesome. They're they're funny to be around. They bring a lot of energy to our room, and uh, we we need honestly we need to to keep keep that up because that's the way that we're gonna have success. I thought. The, uh, two games ago, uh, Bucci and, and Vlade were really physical. They initiated contact, and uh, that's what we need. We need every, every guy to be physical every night. David, one of the questions that we've asked the listeners this week and we've asked the people that broadcast the games is, if you guys have a good trip here after winning against Vancouver here in St. Louis the other night, if you go three games in a row, do you feel pretty good about yourself, the, the team? How would you feel if you guys can handle Edmonton, handle Calgary, and then come home after that? How do you think you'll feel about your team? Yeah, well, there's been frustration for sure, and I think a lot of things have been said, and it's kind of like a time where we're like, enough is enough, and we got to hold each other accountable. We have to be a little hard on each other probably at times. Uh, but it, it is a, a good feeling that we got going. It feels like we're trending that stuff in the right direction. We're we're getting good vibes, good playing from everybody right now. And I'm, I'm not saying that we're fully back after three, four games. I, I don't buy into that just yet. But definitely we're going we're gonna to hope to have that. We're going to hope to keep pushing that forward. And uh, if we can do that for two, three weeks, then we'll be a solid team uh, entering the playoffs with the right mentality, playing the right way, and uh, who knows what can happen from there. And it takes a certain personality, doesn't it, to hold, especially people that are young who haven't played, to yeah. hold guys accountable. And you're, you're the veteran guy. How do you do, though? How, are, are you pretty good at holding guys accountable? Um, <laughs> I do it, yes. But uh, <laughs> it, it, it's not always easy because uh, the way I want to do it at times uh, – let's say like the way Walt did it to me and it, it's it's a new generation of young guys you have to do it differently and yes sometimes the emotion take over you you kind of feel like you're a little too hard at times for for the situation maybe but then the next day you realize no like it was it was the right intentions like I had the right intention you want to make the stuff right things weren't going well for us it is what it is and uh, I think the more guys do it and and honestly I think the difference with the conversation nowadays it's both ways if it's an older guy that messes up and a guy like Tom who's been around already three, four years, we want to have a conversation about it. Let's go ahead. Let's, let's do it. And uh, I think that's why you're going to see Tom keep taking steps forward. And uh, I think he's a guy that moving forward is going to be a leader for us, for sure. I love that those lines of communication are open for you guys, David. I also wanted to bring you in. We have a, a non-sports question for you, if that's okay. We had this debate yeah. on the station today, and I was like, we need to ask David Perron about this. He's a stylish guy. He's a cool guy. We need to get your opinion. So we have one of our <laughs> teammates here who is in, I think, his mid-30s, right, Randy? Mm-hmm. And he's wearing backwards hats a lot. And Randy over here thinks that there should be an age limit for guys that past a certain age, they shouldn't rock backwards hats. So what do you think should there be an age limit on the backwards hat that's a heck of a question it, it is it is funny when uh 
when you see like someone that's uh, older, like 45, 50, and Canada, obviously they maintain themselves, they're in good shape, they have good style, but then they wear a backwards hat. It's kind of a, a funny look. So I, I think possibly there could be an age limit, but I, I think maybe I'm going to be uh, um, part of the group that will try and hang on as long as I can in that regard. So I don't know about that. We'll see. And I think it's different in a hockey rink. For whatever reason, hockey players seem to rock the backwards cap better and more than people outside of a hockey rink. Yeah, no, definitely. That's why I think I'm saying uh, a little bit of uh, an answer on both sides. Uh, when you see it in public, it, it does look a little uh, odd. Uh, but then again, I'm doing it myself. I'm 33. We'll turn uh, 34 pretty soon. and. Uh, Hopefully, I get to do it in the forties because uh, that means I'll be I'll be around the hockey team uh, long enough. Exactly, that's right. I think it's all about how you sell it. I don't. I think that it's all about confidence. But okay, backwards hats. We got a ruling. What about a flat bill hat? Do you think that that's a yay or a nay? Nah, no, I, I'm not a huge fan of those. Nope. Okay, rolling so, from David Brown. There you go. David Brown and I are on the same page there. David, thanks so much <laughs> for the time. We appreciate it. Go get them against the Oilers, and we will talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, Randy. Thanks, Michelle. Take care. Okay, bye. Thanks, David. David Perron on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. As an Alliant Energy representative, I really enjoy helping businesses save. Today, I visited a business that asked for a free energy audit. After walking through their facility, I let the customers know how much money and energy they could be saving. Plus, I gave them an action plan detailing how to improve their energy efficiency. I showed them how they could save even more with rebates from Alliant Energy on equipment upgrades. If you are interested in saving energy and money, schedule a free energy audit at AlliantEnergy.com energyaudit energy audit.